Hello everyone and welcome to Inspiring African Travel. I'm Julia and together with my husband James and our great friend Stuart, this podcast will bring you inspiring interviews from people in travel. We want you to meet the locals with uplifting stories. Stories of female empowerment, conservation heroes, guide adventures, and other amazing people who live and work in tourism in Africa. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the journey with inspiring African travel. Thanks for listening, and welcome to our very first series, Women in Travel. In this series, we'll bring you seven episodes sharing the stories from inspiring women, women who have broken down gender barriers in tourism in Africa. We hope you'll be inspired by our very first podcast series. Enjoy. In episode 6 of our series Women in Travel, we speak to a delightful lady called Aggie. She's the manager of a five-star lodge called Royal Chundo on the Zambezi River, just upriver from the incredible Victoria Falls. Aggie talks to us about what she learned in becoming a manager, an entrepreneur, and a leader in community-based tourism initiatives from their little piece of paradise in Zambia. We hope you enjoy this interview with the lovely Ed. Today we are super happy to be talking to somebody all the way in Zambia. This is our first interview with somebody outside of Botswana. And not only that, we've also got co-founder Stuart Parker tuning in all the way from South Africa. So it's a three-way podcast interview. This is next level stuff all the way in near Livingston in Zambia. Aggie, tell us who you are. Where are you from? Hello. I'm uh, so delighted to be part of uh, this interview. So my full names are Aggie Banda. I am from Zambia. And uh, I come from Eastern Province, and I was born there. I come from a village called Angelamanda. I did my primary education there, my secondary education there. I went to college to study being a PA, actually. And uh, that was in Central Province. I worked a little bit in the government of the Republic of Zambia. And then uh, I had to join my husband in South Africa. And uh, yes, that's how I joined this beautiful industry. <laughs> Sounds amazing. And Aggie, t- describe the place where you are at the moment. I know it's morning there, so it's winter, so it's a little bit chilly. But um, set the scene. What's Royal Chindu like? What's the place that you work at look like? Yes, so I'm currently at uh, Royal Chundu Community Lodge that we are. It's a beautiful place, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we always tell ourselves that we are on a permanent holiday out here. Every morning, waking up to the beautiful sunrises. Every evening, looking at those beautiful sunsets on this river. 
it's what our life is uh as tough as it sounds so yes we have two properties we've got the island lodge we've got the river lodge and uh river lodge is more family color very warm and uh 3.5 kilometers upstream is our beautiful island lodge island is more couples romance i mean only four villas there so yes those are the two properties that we have so basically that's what the the lodge is like i think i can see myself sitting on the zambezi river now on a boat maybe with a fishing rod in hand hey stuart yeah yeah definitely i mean i've been i've been to uh, uh the zambezi river before on the Z- on the zambian side i haven't uh, stayed at royal chundi but i know that setting and it is it's truly remarkable man um so uh, Aggie, do you want to just uh, give us maybe a little bit of a rundown about the the staff dynamics uh, at Royal Chundu? I mean, I know you're the manager, and we also know that uh, that Tina is one of the the part owners of the lodge. So there's a there's a lot of uh, influence from a woman woman management perspective. But how many staff are there, and uh, and about how many of those are women, um, and in and in management or HOD positions uh, there at the lodge? So in total, we have 79 staff members, and uh, out of that, we have 27 women. And uh, in terms of management, we actually have um, 76%. So the majority of management at Rojundu are actually women. So we can proudly say in this part of the world, I mean, we actually rule. So yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So why I mean why do you think that is? I mean what why do you think it's so important that uh, that women have senior positions in in the tourism industry? I mean from your experience you've obviously you sounds like you've had a lot of experience in South Africa as well as moving up there to Zambia. I mean what's it like for you um as a manager and and how do you see women in senior roles within the tourism industry? Yeah, so I will say it's important because why not? Being a woman, we are very strong and caring and full of wonderful attributes that we can add to this industry. Being a woman, you are always organized. Being a woman, you are responsible. Being a woman, you are hospitable. Remember, even in our homes, I will give myself an, as an example. If I leave my house even for a week, when I come back, everything is everywhere. Because it's natural. It's in us. We are, all, we are these people that are born caring, that are born hospitable. So, yes, why not have a lot of women that should be in charge of this beautiful industry. Remember, the other thing is, too many times, these men have always had the opportunity to be in charge every way. But time has come now for us to shine and rule. Yes, we need a lot more women at the moment. I like that. Yeah. I like the, the simple statement of why not. I think that's... Uh... That that rings true for me. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, and I think James, you can uh, you can attest to having been a bachelor for a few years and now living married life in your household. 
Absolutely, Stu. I've been a, I was a bachelor right up until the ripe age of 35 years old and, uh, you know, everything is fine. But what a woman brings to my life, uh, I had no idea. So I wish I found uh, Julia much, much earlier than what I did because my quality of life would have been so much greater. But nevertheless, I'm happy. And um, happy, happy to see stories like yours, Aggie, coming out because being hospitable is about attention to detail. It's making sure everything looks nice, that things are working well, and that you take super good care of all the guests' needs. And so it's natural that this happens, that we see more women in senior positions in tourism. So, you know, well done to you and and everybody at Royal Chindu and all everyone else out there in Africa who've actually putting women at the forefront. And how did you, we're curious to know, Aggie, um, because you spoke about working in government, then going down to South Africa. What, what happened? How did you do all of this moving around? Yes, so like I said, I mean, I did training of uh, being a PA and I worked in the government for three years. Um, uh, we got married with my husband then and it was just natural that I joined him. He was in South Africa then. He's been a chef all his life. When I joined him, he was like, you know, why don't you try something new? I'm like, what? He's like, why don't you join me? I'm like, hmm, I know nothing about this industry. He's like, no, 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 no. You have to give it a try. I said, okay, all right. Anyway, I joined him. Um, I started working as a receptionist at uh, a five-star lodge then in uh, South Africa. I work hard and I I am somebody who is always determined to say, you know what, I cannot be the same person. I need to improve. I need to work hard. I need to climb the ladder. And I did. So I worked there for nine years and uh, until I reached the position of assistant uh, lodge manager. And after that, we actually had a daughter. There was a challenge of school. So we had to move out of that lodge and uh, moved to Jobbeg. Oh, my God, no. That was one of the biggest mistakes <laughs> that we've ever made. We were very unhappy. And uh, prior to that, in 2010, we had applied in Zambia because we were so frustrated with the work permits because all the rules in South Africa had changed then. Anyway, uh, we applied at Royal Chundu and many other places. Royal Chundu had gotten back to us but by then, and then they came looking for us. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go back home. What is this Royal Chundu? Then anyway, we met Tina and we just loved each other from day one. And uh, one thing that I need to mention that happened was when I went for an interview to meet Tina, I had no one to look after my child. And I was like, who rocks up at, at an interview with a baby? I'm like, should I go? Should I not go? Anyway, I gathered my courage and said, you know what? I will carry my baby with. So I met Tina. I'm like, I have come with a baby. She's like, oh, wow. I'm a mother too. There's my boys. I'm like, is she real? So anyway, she's like, no, 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 bring your baby. And then they made 
they my baby met the boys and they were all very happy we carried on i'm like this can't be true this this person they, she's not for real anyway the interview went very well i think with tina we loved each other the day we met she flew us to zambia i came out of that shuttle arrived and i said oh my word i will work here till i'm so old i loved it the first question to her was when can i move back a month late i literally just went back to south africa packed my things a month later i was back at royal chundu i'm still here Ah, I still well, have a lot of time. That's such a lovely story. Yeah. So anyway, that's my story about the whole me being a government worker to me starting hospitality <laughs> to me being in love with this industry and being what I am today. But if you ask me about formal training, no, it's been through being with people that have been so much experience. That's how I've been what I am. Agate, it must be. Um, I mean, I, firstly, I love that. Uh, I love what you said about that about the interview. I mean, you know, there's not many places where you could go for an interview where you took your took your your little one with you, and and it actually everyone hit it off, and it actually worked out for the best. That is just a that's incredible, and it also shows you what the hospitality and tourism industry is really all about. But also, I mean, if I can just ask, you know, I mean, it's it must be nice for you having having worked in South Africa obviously in a foreign country because you're a Zambian um it must be amazing to go back home and and be able to apply your trade and what you'd learnt in your in your um in your home country doing what you love um it's it's quite a nice position to be in isn't it it is i will always be grateful to the to to south africa will always be my second home it built me in a way it taught me all the experience that i needed but i must say nothing feels better than being back at home it's so much easier but also in terms of uh, personal development there's so much more that has happened since i joined royal chundu i mean i've managed to build myself a beautiful house i'm an entrepreneur at royal chundu i mean i run a business I have a transfer company with my husband from having one bus to having three buses now. That's a huge milestone for us. So to answer yes, I mean being back home has just been so much better. And also I mean we are raising our children in this part of the world whereby it's free. it's safe it's they run around they can you literally you have nothing to worry about to say where is my child they are in an environment which is not just beautiful but safe for them and there's fresh air so yeah, yeah. yes that's amazing yeah. so you so your um just to your children um and your so your husband is the is the sous, the sous chef there at the at the lodge is that correct yes it is Okay and the, and the kids and your children live there with you it's a, it's amazing it's quite nice to uh, to to manage a luxury uh, lodge and have the opportunity to have your children so close to you and able to grow up in that environment i mean it's quite incredible it is incredible it it it's 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 beautiful aggy if i may can we circle back to 
being a woman and the whole lodge being run by by ladies and working in Africa as a woman in a senior position do you do you come across any challenges sometimes because people um not accepting you and getting things done from various people so i have been very lucky at royal chundu you must remember that royal chundu is family and what happens in family is both men and uh, women we nature each other in my place of work we are more about elevating women and uh, letting them to give them a space to shine they we don't have any of those issues whereby you know what she's a woman she can't make decisions no i work with men that have been extremely supportive i work with men that honestly look at me as that mother it's a tricky industry remember that we have and these men will always say oh you know what when agi checks a room she has that extra eye of a woman they look at me more as this figure that they can rely on for a lot of extra details so what you're basically saying agi is and it makes sense that you're you're well respected in the community and at the lodge surroundings and so but culturally has that always been the case like if your mother and your mother's mother you know were they would do you think they would have been able to do what you've done so obvi- obviously back then it was a bit difficult because a woman was a woman you needed to be at home you needed to wash dishes you needed to cook for the family and do all the housework but we are at a stage now where everything is uh, changing from as early as when a child starts school they are encouraged to to be these strong girls to to take up these positions when they grow up there's a, a government ed- uh, education program at the moment whereby the girl child no matter what is the government's priority to educate if a child a girl child drops out of school they will literally follow that child at home to find out what the problem is so that that child goes back into school we are at a stage whereby you know what even in parliament i mean there's a lot of women that are represented there's large organizations in zambia whereby there's a lot of women that are these leaders in these companies so i think if we give it 10 years from now it's going to be a different story we should be at 50 50 with the men so i'm looking forward to that one Brilliant Aggie and that's the way it's the way it should be you know it's so positive to see a proactive um attitude from the government in your country and we're seeing it all around the world is putting women um and their success and their opportunities at the at the forefront because ultimately our lives and our economies and everything are going to be better for it and it's i mean it's really it's uh, i mean if you think about it from from your daughter's perspective uh Aggie I mean she's she's got a she's got an incredible role model to to lead her into her own career as she grows up but it's 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 nice to hear that from a Zambian perspective that for her the the future is bright right I mean she's got opportunities and there's the support for her to grow into um 
in, into an incredible uh, woman um, and she can find her own path uh, in whatever she chooses to do, right? That's correct. And uh, she's a big dreamer. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, you will meet her when you come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. She's this very strong child. So anyway, she dreams very big. Aggie, Stuart and I were talking about it. It's great to see that the travelers out there and, and, and a lot of the travelers that want to come to Africa want to know how they're benefiting the community and what, you know, what are they bringing other than having a magical holiday for themselves? What are they bringing to Africa? And you've shown us, you know, just by coming to your lodge and staying with you, your, your support as a traveler is going towards so much in terms of women empowerment. But I know that there's a lot more going on at your lodge in terms of support for people on the ground in Zambia. What, what else is going on there? Yeah, so first of all, what you need to know is uh, Royal Chundu is 99% Zambian run. Out of that 99%, I mean, you need to know that 74% of our total income goes back to the communities around us. And that is in terms of produce, in terms of services, in terms of supply. And, and you know, when a guest comes to Royal Chundu, they are supporting the communities in general. And I'm talking in terms of those transfer companies that are locally run. I'm talking in terms of that person that would supply the vegetables. They are benefiting. If you are a guest that had to come to Royal Chundu, it's a whole chain that you are helping. And remember, for us, everything that we do remains in our family. That's awesome. It's incredible. And I mean, you said, uh, you mentioned earlier that you're, you're an entrepreneur. Um, tell us a little bit more about that business. Yes, so in 2016, I saw an opportunity with my husband. We had a little bus. So we spoke to our director and uh, my other management team to say, you know what, can we start doing this? It was an instant approval to say, please go for it. We are not just five star, we are also a Reliance Chateau property. So we've got standards that we need to adhere to. And uh, yes, we started in 2016 and uh, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Uh, to date, we've got three buses that we've managed to buy and the business has grown actually. And uh, we are so grateful for the opportunity that we've been given. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think I, I like how you talk about, again, talk about family, you know, in, in the tourism industry. Again, I think that's the key to success. And um, you don't always see that when you come there as a traveller, but uh, it's important that travellers know that, um, you know, lodges like Royal Chundu, the support that they give local communities um, is huge. We talk about often in the tourism industry, yeah, there's a real family atmosphere at our lodge, but I think it's thrown around probably just as much as the word luxury is, but your place sounds like it's got a genuine family atmosphere. But tell us, what like what's going down there? Because we you know we know you're close to Victoria Falls. So are people coming to stay at Royal Chindu to go and see the falls? Give us a a feel. Yeah. So when guests come to Royal Chundu, I mean, if we wanted to, we we are not a Victoria Falls destination per se. 
we are a place whereby if somebody wants to come and pull the handbrake, if somebody wants some peace and quiet, if somebody wants to refresh their souls, Royal Chundu is the place to be. The Victoria Falls is an added advantage. So when guests come, depends on what their itinerary is. Because when they come to Royal Chundu, we are usually the last leg of the holiday. Mm, perfect. So you come here before the long journey back home. You just want to rewind. So this is just the right place to be. So when guests come, if somebody's on two nights, we encourage them to do the falls on arrival. Then it's out of the way. Or if they are departing through Livingston Airport, they can also do the Victoria Falls tour on departure. I mean, other than that, if people are here for three, four nights, and then we do allocate one day to do Victoria Falls-related activities, they can do the bungee jumps of this world, they can visit the Devil's Pool, they can do the helicopters, the microlights, you name it. There's everything that somebody can do in Livingstone. But other than that, we also pride ourselves in the authentic activities that one can do here for example if you came the first thing i would tell you to do is go experience the the village go learn on how people live out here because for me we take everything for granted and uh, forget that we have so much more that's an eye-opener for me so when guests come back from the village it does change them. They always go like, you know what, maybe we need to be more grateful for whatever we have. The other activity that I would say is a must-do is like our canoeing. That's actually our signature <laughs> activity. So the experience, you need to be on that river to, to experience the Zambezi. You need to have our picnic, which is out of this world. So, yeah. Those that do fishing, yes, sunsets, sunrises, yes, there's a lot. You can do walks, you can do bed watching. Sounds like paradise. Yeah, it mm. is. It is a little that, piece of paradise. That canoeing yeah. activity sounds amazing, but uh, um, and certainly something that uh, I would definitely do. Um, but I think what I really liked on your point about the community thing, um, you know, a lot often what happens with the uh, foreign tourists coming to Africa on safari, their expectation. And their hope is to see amazing wildlife, uh, which of course they do. But often when they leave, it's the connection that they've had with people along the way that makes the journey um, so much um, so much more special. And, and it's nice to know that a property like Royal Chundu, like that's their focus, you know, to get out and see the communities and just show people what, what uh, Africa's like and, and how people live there. Um, I love that. Yeah, definitely. Stu, we should. I, I can see us doing a bit of canoeing down the Zambezi, just as long as yeah. we go with a guide that lets us know that before we get to the Victoria Falls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one so rapid we wouldn't want to go down. Whatever you do, all the activities at Royal Chundu, you will never be alone. There will always be somebody to guide you. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So if we come if we come with our wives, Aggie, you've got your two separate properties and the one oh, the yes. one on the island. That sounds oh, beautiful. Yes. So the island is actually my baby. Mm. I love the island more than I don't know. The island is is so close to my heart. 
Tina actually gave it to me. She said that she said that's your island. So yeah. Lucky you. I mean <laughs> I can live on that island for the rest of my life. I love it. So yes, romance island lodge. We do all sorts of setups. When you go the two of you on the sunset cruise, we do with the day beds and you name it. So we will make your love start afresh at the island lodge. Yes. Mm, amazing. Awesome. And mm. and Aggie. So you don't have an excuse now not to come. No, no, we'll be there. And Aggie, we will always see you and Tina um, on on Facebook and social media wearing this these beautiful um, prints. And um, I saw you guys are selling it. I I know Julia wants to get her hands on some of it. I mean, it's beautiful material. What what's the story there? So we have what the Zambian fabric is called the chitenge. It it will never be one color. It's always multi colors, beautiful, beautiful. So what we are actually doing at the moment is. Uh, you know when we 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 were not operating at the lodge because of the ongoing world problems tina was stuck in the us i was here in zambia one of the issues that we always always get from our guests is guys where do you get this beautiful fabric where do you get all these beautiful goodies for your tables so we are like, you know what? Everybody is making all the noise and this and that with the problems. We are not like that. We love to bring happiness to people. We love to bring cheer. Why don't we bring all these uh, all these uh, items to people's homes? We've always talked about starting a Royal Chundu online shop, and we said, you know what? The timing is perfect. Tina brought in the ideas and then I was on the ground here. And we are like, you know what? It's it's happening now. Yes. And then we started it like from nowhere. And then I used to run to the market to look for the fabric and then have these local ladies make the things, the napkins, the tablecloths, the placemats and uh, the rest is history. Because 10 days after launching our shop, we were actually sold out. But what is the motive of this shop? We would like to empower the people that are around us, especially these beautiful women. And also there's men that are also involved. I mean, like there's this man on the wheelchair. He's Mr. Mavi. He makes these doorbells. When you come to Royal Chundu, I mean, we have a system where we deliver the coffee in the little hatch. We ring this doorbell and every guest wants that. It's part of the items that we are selling. But the thing is, everything that we sell is handmade by these community Zambezi makers. And has a story. Every item that we sell has a story. And the thing is, we meant what we said. All the profits will be invested back in the community. The day before yesterday, on Wednesday, we actually have already managed to buy one of the ladies a machine, an electrical sewing machine. She always used to have a a manual one. So that's the happy story this early in this uh, shop that we've launched. That's really cool. I mean, that's a that's a really good example of making a 
an impact on the community directly. Yeah, we must um, share that link definitely on our, on the podcast. And we already shared on our Facebook page um, an amazing graph that you guys put together showing where all the profits are distributed um, from the um, sale of all these items. And it's 100% genuinely all getting going back to the to the community and the people that have created it. So not only are you selling really beautiful stuff, but su- such a good project. Well, um, we really enjoyed our, our chat, really. It just sounds like an, a, a, such a beautiful place, Royal Chindu, and such warm, genuine people running the business and doing such great work. You know, t- real example of strong women out there doing amazing things and I hope that our little podcast can go a little bit of a, a way just to telling people out there how much good is happening from your part of the world. Thank you so much. Yes, I hope <laughs> I hope this can go a long way so that, uh, I mean, yes, what we do here is mostly to help other people that are less privileged. So, yes. And I must say, I love your, uh, your energy, Aggie. I think... Uh, You've got a clear passion and love for tourism um, and also helping people. I think that that really came, comes through strong in how you talk about what you do and the passion that you have. So, you know, keep it up. It's, it really is amazing. You are the, the maker of your own success. Your determination and your courage got you to where you, where you, where you are now. And you should be very proud. Well done. I'm very oh, impressed. Oh, thank you. You are so kind. You know, we always say out here, it's, 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 a, I am because we are. So I'm, I'm so happy to belong to this family. So that looks at a person like me who came from this unknown village and uh, looked at me and said, you know what, this person can, even if I couldn't, um, I didn't believe in myself then. So Yes, to be part of this story at Royal Chundu, to be part of this journey, every night I go to bed and say, you know what, I, I have a lot more to be grateful for. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you know any women out there who would like to share their story, please do get in touch by visiting our website on inspiringafricantravel.com and submitting your details in the Contact Us section. In the meantime, please keep in touch. You can find Inspiring African Travel on all social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe and share.